I hope you feel the warmth and love coming from your angels with the messages they're bringing to you in this episode. And I saw him and in the dream and oh my gosh, what are you doing there? And I went and sat down next to him and he put his arm around me and said, I just want to know what you need from me. Dog barked next door and it woke me, it woke me up, it woke me out of the dream. And I was going, no, no, go back to the dream. And then for you to say that just gave me goosebumps. It just, it followed up with that dream. Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And friends, get ready for some hope and really feel your loved ones and your angels and your spirit team surrounding you because they are with you today. And as you hear things that you go, I think that's for me, friends, it is. Take those little nuggets of wisdom into your heart. Allow them to expand your hope and your vision for your future because that's what your spirit team is trying to do today. Sheila, you're here to share your angel stories. Welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you and share my stories. Yay. I'm so excited too. I'm going to have you take it away and share your first one. Okay. Well, I'll start with, um, so I was raised Catholic And my mom raised us all about the angels. We each had a photo that looked, you know, an angel that looked like us, like mine had brown hair. My blonde sister had blonde hair. And it was always a big conversation in our family. You know, before bed, it was the angels and Jesus are watching over you tonight. So it was a big part of my life growing up. And I feel really fortunate. Um, But my first story is a really exciting one, an unbelievable one that people just are shocked when they hear it. But I had my firstborn son in 1999, and that was when you had to take your film, you know, and have it dropped off and wait a couple of weeks and pick up your photos. And I had taken him to the Sam's Club warehouse, if you know what that is, like Costco, huge. And my husband, for our first Valentine's Day, had bought me some 14 karat gold hoop earrings with one had an angel sitting in it. And I actually have them here. I don't know if you could see them. And one has, this one has the angel hanging. You could see her little wings in the back. And then this one, um, she's reclining in the hoop. Um, And so they were my favorite earrings and I was wearing them that day. And I'd taken my mom and my newborn on all these errands. And I got home and one of them was gone. And I was absolutely heartbroken. And I just kept praying and asking for the angels to find it for me. There's no way I could have retraced my shopping steps. Um, But 
three weeks later, I picked up my mom and we went back to Sam's Club to pick up the photos and go shopping. And I'm pulling the carts out of the cart area um, and a couple were sticking. So I'm skipping those. And I finally pull one cart out and I go to put my son's car seat in. And there was a little piece of the little square of paper like that's on a pretzel or a, a churro or something. And I picked that up to throw it away. And my earring was hanging by the little hook open, hanging on one of the little wires at the bottom of the shopping cart after three weeks and so many people using that shopping cart. That there is was my earring. unreal. That's <laughs> unreal. Like you can't make that up. That is just nuts. I still can't believe it myself. I mean, I kind of giggle to myself every yeah. time I put them on 27 years later, because I just can't believe it that that there it was out of every cart. Wow. I mean, that's just as great as like you lost something in the sand and you just reached down and, and there it is. That yes. is incredible. Yes. Um, your angel's definitely looking out for you that day and making their presence known. I love, love, love that story. Yes. Really, really a great one. Um, and the second one was that, uh, I lost my dad unexpectedly. Um, he was 65, I was 34, and he died of a pulmonary embolism. And he was an artist, um, doodler. He actually had gotten offered a job to draw for Disney, but he turned it down because he had little kids and they didn't know what Disney was. That was like 1955. And so he turned it down, but it was always a regret. And both of my sons are artists, but my younger one wanted to go to college for art. And we had gone to New York to check out the schools that he got into. And we were walking down the street in New York City. And we had just looked at one college that he loved. And I got teary eyed. And I, I said, Oh, my gosh, I just wish your grandpa because he was eight weeks old when my dad died. So he never got to know him. And I said, you know, he was just such an artist and a doodler and he didn't follow his heart and you're following your heart. And I'm so proud of you. And I know that he's guided this path for you. And he says, mom, mom, stop. Cause I was starting to step off the street, uh, the curb. And we stopped at the corner and I look up and it was John street. And my dad's name was John. And I, I've never seen a street named John street, but yeah. I looked up and said to him, can you believe this? Here he is showing us that he's with us today. It's incredible. I love that. Is it J-O-H-N or J-O-H-N? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John Street. In downtown New York City. Amazing. 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 I love this. You have a couple more. So let's continue on. I know you've got, uh, I think, two more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So my other one is, again, about my daddy. We were didn't have a lot of money growing up and always had old cars. Well, his uncle, who lived in Ohio, had passed away and left him a 1970 black Fleetwood giant Cadillac with red leather interior, super low mileage, perfect, had it shipped out. It was my dad's pride and joy. Like he would never have let anybody drive it. If you were getting in it with him, he would look to make sure, you know, you didn't have anything in your pockets that might <laughs> scratch the seat or do anything. I mean, it was his baby so much that my mom called it his tin God, it, joking, 
because he was so picky about it. And it was stored in a storage unit because he was so picky about cars that his other car was parked in the in the home garage. So when he died, all of us, there's four girls, all of us were going with my mom in the limousine behind the hearse. And she wanted all her son-in-laws to go together. So she said, I want them to take daddy's caddy, which is what he called it. And we said, oh no, mom, he would have, a, he would hate that. He would have a fit. And she said, no, no, we're, that's what we're doing. So we show up at the storage unit and he was so picky. He never would leave a radio on air, condition, nothing. I mean, he would even walk circles around the car to make sure the no lights were on or anything. So when, when all the, my, my husband and my brother-in-laws all got in the car and started it, the radio was on, which he never would have been okay with. And his all-time favorite song, Unchained Melody, was playing on the radio. Wow. So I just know that he's he's with me all the time. The angels prove that to me over and over and over again without a question. Yeah. And it's just so exciting. It, it, it doesn't get old, you yeah. know? Yeah. So... I believe so much that what the angels and our loved ones on our spirit team are trying to get us to do is just be most fully ourselves, right? And to envision the future and just really pay attention to the desires and that which calls to our hearts Mm -hmm. because it's not separate from what God wants for us what calls to your heart and the direction in which you feel pulled to move is the direction that God has envisioned for you. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's interesting because as you were telling the John Street story and this one, I could really feel your dad in here really wanting you to know and everybody listening that It's okay to pay attention to those desires within you, whatever they might be. They're not silly. They're not too ambitious. They're not you dreaming too big. They're not right or wrong. They're perfect. They're Mm -hmm. for you. And so it's not something that you have to do with me here, like on the show, but I just want to encourage you after the show today and then send me an email if you know what it is um, to really just tune into what do I want for me? What do I want for me right now? What do I want for me over the next year? What do I want for me over the next 10 years? And it might be a multitude, a bowl of a couple of different things. All of those are for you. I love that. I will do that. Definitely. Yeah. Perfect. I love that. And it's kind of funny you say that because it brought up um, a dream I had about three weeks ago of my dad and I was walking across a meadow and there was a, like a bridge that was over some water and, and I saw him and in the dream and oh my gosh, what are you doing there? And I went and sat down next to him and he put his arm around me and said, I just want to know what you need from me. Ah, when a dog barked next door and it woke me, woke me up and woke me out of the dream. And I was going, no, no, go back to the dream. So it's interesting what you just said. 
Sheila, you're giving me goosebumps over here because I didn't know why he wanted me to bring that through. But he's like, she needs to know that what what calls to her, it's not we think to ourselves. Well, a lot of people that I work with think to themselves, I don't really want to know what my purpose is. I don't really want to know what God has for me because it's not going to be something that I want to do for myself. And that Mm -hmm. is never the truth. It's I've never once seen that. Whatever calls to you within your heart, whatever you're most passionate about, or maybe you're feeling drawn to take a painting class or who knows, it could be anything. We're drawn to places, we're drawn to people, we're drawn to teachers, we're drawn to books, we're drawn to podcasts because there are messages within them itself that helps bring out and focus in on what it is that we really want. And the moment, the instant that you say, okay, this is what I want to go after. It's it's like you say yes with your free will, but something clicks within your energy field and everybody on your spirit team is allowed then to come in. They're always helping us. They're always guiding us. But now they're working the puzzle pieces of energy within the world to come together in our favor. Mm, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the dream was about. Did you know I give away a new free reading each month to a listener who leaves a five-star rating of this show on Apple Podcasts or Amazon? After you leave five stars, go over to the Contact Me page on my website, theangelmedium.com. Fill out the Contact Me form, letting us know that you gave five stars. That way, we can contact you when you win. The more five stars you leave, the more chances you have to win. And your name always stays in until you do. Don't forget to stay subscribed to our emails so that you know when you've won your free session with me. Sending you so much love and gratitude for your support on this. Thank you. Now let's dive back into the show. Yes. And then for you to say that just gave me goosebumps. It just, it followed up with that dream. Yeah. Oh, yay. All right. Let's keep going. You have one more story, right? I have one more story. Um, And this one was um, my oldest son was about a year and a half years old. And he was a difficult sleeper. Like once we got him to sleep, it was like, don't make a peep because that's it. You will start the whole storybook routine all over again. And so I, we had put him to bed and put a little, we'd put a little book on tape, storybook on tape for him to listen to. Um, And I went back downstairs and I was sitting there and I just kept hearing this voice telling me, check the baby, check the baby. And I told my husband and he said, oh my gosh, you're crazy you're going to wake him up and you're going to have to start this whole routine again. And I ignored it and I kept hearing it and kept, and finally I told him, you know what, I'll deal with it. But 
my intuition, I'm being told to check on and I'm going to go check on him. And I went and checked on him and he was sleeping and I looked and I, I couldn't really see anything. As I took a second look, I saw that his cheek looked like it was a little bit puffy. And so I got down and looked closer and I saw he was asleep with something in his mouth. And I reached into his mouth and he had a, a piece, a bite-sized piece of a soft pretzel Wow! in his mouth that he easily could have choked on. We don't know where he got it from because we had brushed his teeth and his gums before bed. We don't know where it came from. And I reached in and, and took the piece of pretzel out of his mouth. And it was a pretty good size piece. He must have put it in a toy box or something. I, we don't know where he got it. And he woke up and just looked at me with a really peaceful look and went right back to sleep, which would never have happened with him. And so I went downstairs and told my husband, the voice was so loud that I could not ignore it. Yeah. And, and then I held out my hand and said, and this is what it was. This was in his mouth and he could have choked. And my husband said, I will never question your messages or your intuition again. Yes, that's it though. That's the voice of spirit. Yes, that's loud and clear. That's how God comes through to you. That's how your angels come through to you. That's how your loved ones come through to you. That is the voice. Yes. Yeah. We're either too busy. We don't feel like we can hear it. We need to fine tune it. We need to work through bringing ourselves back to oneness, but you can do it. You can hear that voice and you can train yourself. You can train your brain to really amplify the volume of that voice so that you hear it very, very clearly in your everyday life. And that's what I wish for humanity. I wish that every single person on this earth could just turn up the volume on that voice within them. Because if every single person was able to hear it crystal clear, this life would be a, a whole different experience for everybody. Everybody would be living their joy, living their passion, knowing they're on the right track, knowing that they're supported and cared for and incredibly and eternally loved. And um, it makes the experience of living so much more peace-filled. Yes, and it really also, I mean, for me, like, you know, my it's been 24 years since my dad died and I, I still grieve him. And I think I will every day for the, but it gives me so much. I mean, it really completely altered my grief. Yeah. No, really knowing with everything that I have, that he really is with me all the time without a question. There's just no question that I, I wish that for everybody, especially those who are grieving that you can connect and it is there for you. And, and I find myself, you know, I get too busy sometimes and, and start realizing, Ooh, I'm losing my connection totally. with, with spirit and with him and, and get myself back on track. And I just started your book and just that first chapter on oneness is just so valuable. And I have a tribe of girlfriends that 
we try to meet at least every two weeks and talk about our experiences and what's up for us. And so to, we're meeting tomorrow. I'm going to share the book with them because I just think it's so valuable because that's what it takes to get us there is exactly what you're saying, training us. And, and you're just such a pro at that. And you share it in a way that's digestible and doable. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I think so many people think it's about meditation and it's, it's not that uh, meditation is right or wrong. That's great to help you, you know, really be present and conscious for 20 minutes every morning or every evening, whenever you do it, but there's really a way to live beyond just meditating here and there where you're able to train your brain to be present with the messages that you're getting, with the messages that your body's receiving somatically through what you feel. And it really all begins with oneness. And it's the first step because if you can tune into that vibration, you're turning the radio station to the right dial and mm. you're able to easily then hear that vibration from the other side. I love that. And you just want that for everybody. Everybody. You, know? you just yes. want everybody to experience that and feel that, that, that connectedness and it's a nutty world out there. And, and we, I just think we really need to feel spirit with us all yeah. the time, every day and do whatever it takes to stay in that practice. Because I know I slip out oh, <laughs> and for sure. on my way back. Well, and, and you're not alone, Sheila. I think everybody does. Everybody slips in and out. And that's just uh, being an active participant in life. And so, but when you're more present, with yourself, it's exactly what you said earlier. You notice that disconnect. You notice yourself slipping away. And that's where there's a lot of people who say, okay, well, I had this practice, this spiritual practice for three months or three years, and then I stopped it. And Julie, like, why, when I stopped it, did I revert back? Because it was the spiritual practice that was keeping your energy clear and you connected just like if I'm not going to brush my teeth for three years, I'm going to have some buildup of some decay and have some problems in there. It, it's the connection and just keeping our energy clear and healthy to always be that receiver of divine wisdom. Yes. And thank you so much for giving us so many tools to do that. Just, we need that. We need more, more of you, more of Yay. Julie out there doing this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So I'm working on my second book right now. I'm kind of in the thick of it and um, it's, it's taking shape and molding into all the different ways to trust your intuition and not just trust your intuition, but going beyond seeing signs to understand the message, really having confidence in your intuition in order to live life with that confidence and what that actually looks like when you're hearing the messages and acting on them. I love that. And yeah. I'm excited for that. Yay! Thank yeah. you, Sheila, for being here. I'm so glad that your dad brought us together. And um, thank you for sharing your hope and, and wisdom with the world. And yeah, just so great to be with your energy. Thank you so much. And thank you, Julie, for being such a contribution to us all. You, okay. you make my days better. I, I look forward to your podcast every, every time it comes out. And 
You make my world a better place. Thank you. Thank you for everybody listening. If you have angel stories, go on over to the website. You can submit them through the contact form. There might even be a section that says angel story uh, where you can submit your angel story over there. Love you friends and have a blessed, blessed day. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know, I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at Angel Podcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. <laughs> 